Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. All right, Andres, are you there to take over? I have no idea why I said <laughs> I am here. It's my dad's name. I'll take it. Hey. That's awesome.
Uh, yeah, I actually have like a really cool to kind of transition to from what Grant was saying and what Alexander was asking in regards to this right hook concept. Um, a lot of people talk about funnels and I am not um, anti funnel. I think funnel, the concept is really amazing. It's necessary. You have to be able to have this in your business in order for there to be a reaction from the first time they integrate with you on that value add all the way to that transaction. But I think uh, when I look at a funnel, there's an ex exit point. There's an Injection. After that high ticket sale, which is ultimately what most funnels are set in position like, they're saying, okay, great, we did the thing. That's the highest form of service that I can offer you on to the next. Or they're staying in this cyclical flow of who they're serving and they're only serving those people. And then once they get to that point, they're done. And I think that there's more to the story of the funnel. And I've kind of transitioned from funnel teaching to more of like an hourglass experience. Because after you come through my highest ticket experience, whether it's my annual mastermind or a one-on-one -on -one coaching experience, I don't want you to leave. You just integrated into my community. You've just integrated ultimately into my family. And so there's no jabbing or hooking or any of that. It's more so this evolution of relationship. And that's really you going now into this funnel zone of perhaps I build something more for you later. And you're staying there. And that's what Grant consistently does is he listens to the people that are in the community who have done the high ticket exchange and he's hearing what they're saying. And then he offers them something new. So they're almost being flipped back upside down, just like the hourglass does and saying, okay, now try this, go through this path. And that allows us to, as leaders and entrepreneurs and this, these visionaries who are constantly um, evolving and transforming, you don't have to stay in that same bracket for 10 years and get bored with what it is that you're doing. As you evolve, your community evolves too. Um, so just looking at the funnel from a different perspective and allowing there to be this um, integration of community, I just really wanted to inspire people to do that before I jump fully in to my message today. Justin, Amanda, you guys always rock it. Thank you so much for that live coaching experience with Alexander. And Alexander, I have so many things I want to share with you too. I have to send you a direct message um, to build upon their ideas. I think that would be really amazing. Yeah. I, I, Go ahead, Glenn. Yeah, I agree. I agree with what you just shared. I thought that that was really, you know, it's really, it's really important, right? Giving people that, that what's next point, that what's next, what's next, what's next. And, uh, Grant, you you always talk about, you know, selling people even after they've been sold, right? After somebody's been sold, they bought a ticket for your event, they're at your event, they're in that space, they bought your product, that that's really when the sale begins, right? Yeah, Glenn. Yeah, man. What's going on, bro? Happy birthday, by the way. Oh, thank you, G. I appreciate yeah. that, my man. Yeah, I heard you made an. I heard you made another year, man. Congratulations. <laughs> another trip around the sun. Yeah. So look, you know the the. But everybody, look, guys, you got to get your head right around money. You know, you you need to like. To me, the people that are having problems asking for the deal and asking for the second money and the third money, you, you're just, you you're you're. Like me, I was like very confused about asking people for money. I, I thought. Oh my God, how can I ask somebody to give me a hundred dollars or $10 or th this is a very common problem, by the way, look, look at the homeless guy on the street corner that know, I mean, he needs money. And what does he do? He writes a sign out and then says, Hey, I need, you know, give me a dollar. 
You know, you bet, can you give me change? What What's the problem here, dude? It's clear you need money. You're dirty. You hadn't had a bath. You look hungry and you ask for 25 cents. So, so like a lot of people are messed up on this money thing. Once a guy gives me a quarter or a dollar, well, what do I know? You know, I've raised $125 million for charities. And I know that the best person for me to ask to be charitable is the person that just gave me some money. Nobody ever gives you their last money ever. Uh, and this is a, this is a great technique to use when you're trying to lift the graph of your sales or you're trying to get something moving, go back to the people that bought from you most recently. No one gives you their last dollar ever. Second money is the easiest money to get. And I, lo- I like that, that concept of the hourglass flipping it, you know, uh, and, and saying, hey, by the way, you bought a ticket to this. Could I upgrade you to VIP? We had a gentleman that came to our real estate conference. He saw me an undercover billionaire in October. He saw it on Discovery Plus on the app. He, he had never heard of me before which is mind boggling to me. Um, not, not from my ego, but just like, man, God dang, dude, I'm working hard to let people know who I am. Right. And so he, he Googled me, Glenn on, uh, uh, he Googled me. He then bought something, I think some free training. Then he signed up for our traveled all the way across the country to go to Miami to, for my real estate conference. This is all in a period of like 15 days after he saw me on TV or uh, on the app. He comes to the conference. He paid a thousand bucks for a ticket, comes to the conference. Uh, one of my people said, hey, would you like to uh, upgrade your seat to VIP? He's like, okay, how much is that? It was uh, 1900 bucks. Now he's in for 2,900. And then, and then they said, by the way, Mr. Cardone's having dinner at his house tonight for, for an exclusive, you know, a, sh- a short list of people. And it's $25,000 that goes to his charity. And he's like, yeah, I'll do that too. So, you know, to pull that off, this guy spent $35,000. He spent $10,000 plus uh, $25,000 for charity to do that. And I didn't ask for any of this. This is my staff. So when you guys talk about, you, you need to get it. You need to get be good in your own head about getting money from people and asking people for money. And and then you got to scale that to your staff so they're not tripping out. You know, how does a person that makes sixty thousand dollars a year ask somebody for twenty five grand? It's a little difficult if you're screwed up on the money game. So. Get that second money, get that third money, and keep convincing your people it's all right. There's plenty of money on this planet. We manufacture money. We, we don't manufacture people. And it is easier to print money than make the courses that most of you develop. It's very difficult to develop these courses. Thank you for asking, Glenn. Yeah, Graham, and I, I, I love that. And so what's next for that guy, that guy that just spent 35? You guys will you guys will he'll, he'll, him to what? He'll, he'll, well, they'll, he'll either become, he'll become uh, a partner at Cardone Ventures. So we could do a partnership with him. Uh, We could train him how to scale his company. That would be $150,000. We could uh, become a partner in his business and and become a 20% equity owner and help him actually 
put my name, start helping him brand his business and get attention for it. He will probably become an investor in Cardone Capital at some point. I mean, that's the ultimate goal for all our all our partnerships. We want to be we want to be uh, two way partners. So I want to be able to send people money. My ultimate goal today is not to sell you a, to sell you something is to give is to send you money. Like I, I stumbled across this about two and a half years ago when we started taking investors on Cardone Capital. Man, people were like calling me on the 15th of the month. Dude, thank you for sending me a check. Well, I never got that from a customer. I've never had a customer call me up and say, thank you for selling me a book. And, you know, when you start sending people checks every month, like we do at Cardone Capital, we sent out $42 million this year. $42 million was sent from me to our investors. Uh, well, you're, you're building a, you know, this is truly, you know, these are people that will die, like they would go to battle for me uh, because I'm connected to their finances now, not just, I'm not just an idea, a book, a strategy, course. I'm sending their family money. So, um, yeah, uh, that that would be the the next thing, and and uh, who knows what go what where we go from there. Maybe I'm gonna produce, I'm gonna create a TV uh, a media company this year, and we're gonna produce TV for entrepreneurs, uh, and tell tell your stories. It's gonna be fantastic. I'm so excited about doing this and tell stories about entrepreneurs and startups and business owners and how we, how you guys think and how you think different than other people and the struggles and the stress, you know, the things you go through, the trials and the balance, the life, the work life balance phenomenon that so many of you either get beat by or conquer. Um, so maybe one of those people ends up being part of, uh, uh this media company and, and we tell their story. I love that, man. I love how you have all the different pieces in different ways that you can ultimately serve. And I can totally understand your frustration, man, when somebody's like, I don't even know. Like, I've never heard of Grant Cardone because you spend millions and millions, plus you create all these experiences. I was looking at your event calendar the other day because uh, I was trying to trying to figure out when um, your next the, the next 10x conferences which i believe it's uh the last week of march right is that right last week yeah i think that i think that's right what does my event calendar look like oh my gosh dude it's insane yeah it's like every day there's something just bam 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 like you have to scroll three times just to get through you know two weeks on the on the calendar yeah and i was just like man that's that's so much creativity so much effort so much energy so much outflow and then to, to, to still know that you're barely, you're barely like scratching the surface of the 7 billion people that are yeah. out there, you know? Yeah, exactly. There's so much opportunity out there, guys. There's so much, like if you're struggling, if you're struggling getting the message out or getting the income in, right? I, I assure you, you know, like there is no shortage of people that need a message, that need inspiration. I, I know people feel like there's too many people doing doing this. Okay, most most people, the message isn't even getting through, including my message. You're, you're, people don't even know you exist. So don't worry about doing too much. You're not even close to too much. Like I've been for 10 or 15 years now, people have told I, I am the poster child for too much he he asked too much he pitches too much hit the list 
he posts too much. He's a dick. Uh, Grant Cardone is uh, blah, blah. I'm like, whatever, bro. Like, I'm moving the bar. Like, 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 that's an opinion people have about me. It has nothing to do with reality. What works is what works. And um, the My Pillow guy. Everybody here, how many of you here know the My Pillow guy? I, I don't know. Yep. I don't know the My Pillow. Mike guy. Lindell. Mike Lindell. Yeah. Yeah, Mike Lindell on on Fox TV. My Pillow. Get my pillows. They're made in America. And and and. You, you know that guy, Glenn. Oh, the guy, the, the Hodge, Hodge twins talk about him all the time. Uh, yeah, my pillow. Bro, he's on TV every day, man. Does, does he advertise too much? How can you advertise too much? Doesn't, doesn't make any sense what people say. So you're trying to get a message. You guys are competing with Coca-Cola. You're not competing with some Instagram influencer. You're competing with Omicron. You know, uh, by the way, I was with Dave Chappelle the other night and I said, Dave, man, I tested positive. He's like, you did? And he took a step back from me. I said, yeah, I tested positive for on my grind. <laughs> He's like, man, don't be trying to be a comedian, man. Stay in your lane. <laughs> I can see him saying that. <laughs> Grant, I got, I got one other question for you real quick. The real estate that you've been doing giving people checks back and you talked about how they're calling you and saying, thank you. Right. No one had ever done that with any of your other products, but, I mean, but you're getting attached to their finances, giving them a check every month, really helping elevate them in the financial area. And that creates a stronger bond. Do you think that, is there any way other than real estate to put real estate to the side? Are there other opportunities to do, to do something like that for people or is real estate really the only, the only avenue you can create something like that? No, you could make, you could make people, you can make your customers investors in your business. You know, if you're willing to give part of your business away, like like my real estate guys, I could keep all this, all this deals, these deals that I'm doing, I could keep it all for myself. I know when I buy a deal, how much money it's going to make. I'm literally giving people money. And and I know some of you are going to roll your eyes right now and say, well, well, no, man, we're investing with you. You're not giving us. Yeah, actually, I'm giving you money because I know the deal. So when my guys, the, the guys that work with me, they come to me and say, hey, what do you think about this deal? I'm like, bro, load up. Load up. Does. I'd rather you guys that are close to me get get all you can of this deal because this deal is a screamer. And so what I what what I would do today, I would have if I was starting a company today, Glenn, I would have more investors. Uh, like with our media company, we're probably going to get partners for that. Uh, because the partners get buy in, you know, it's like having 20 guys buy shares in a restaurant. It's not that you needed the partners, you need the customers. And, and if you're, if you're a partner with me in the restaurant, you and the wife are probably going to eat there. Got it. That makes, that makes them, that makes total sense. Let's go to my restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> now, G, you did a, you did a, like a network before you mentioned that you're going to do a, a network for entrepreneurs. I remember, uh, I think, um, like you were doing the whatever it takes show and you kind of had the, you had GCTV, I think it was, uh, as the network. Is this an expansion well, of that? Well, what happened was, what happened when we created GCTV, 
Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Uh, this was before is before Facebook hit full, uh, full, like it was right at the time that social media just exploded and every eyeball was going to this. And I basically said, okay, guys, you know, like, you know, nobody really sees the stuff that we can, but there are projects that I'm like, that failed. You guys see the stuff that made it, but there's a lot of things that I do that like, okay, uh, that ain't ready. So when Facebook came out, I'm like, okay, I can't dominate here. Leave it alone. So lean into Facebook, lean into YouTube, Grant. Go ahead and just put your content there. Uh, also, I wasn't, I didn't have, I didn't have a connection to distribution or production at a professional level, and that I could scale out. Uh, so we did one show, Glenn, and I just didn't have enough shows to keep delivering. Uh, but we will, like this year, we're going to deliver probably five shows in year one. Um, there'll be a there'll be a kid show. There'll be an entrepreneurial kind of Shark Tank with the Grant Cardone Edge, um, uh, w- which we know we're gonna we're, we're definitely gonna shoot these two shows for sure. The third one is um, uh, what's the third show? Uh, is a is kind of into the mind of the entrepreneur. Why why into a kind of the bizarreness of the entrepreneur tell a story about how they're different genetically, maybe like their makeup, how their brain works different, the shit they go through. Um, so this is going to be a, this is going to be a, I'll have producers on the show, guys that actually cast shows out, write them out, script them out. You know, this, this is going to, I'm going to take on discovery and, and I'm going to bring back undercover billionaire, by the way. And we're going to do that. We're going to do that in multiple countries. Love it, man. Sounds, sounds sounds awesome. And I'm gonna need you, man. I'm gonna need you. You're a good storyteller. Hey, now, now, now you're speaking my language, G. Now you're speaking my language. Yes, I would love to uh, talk to you more about that. We're working on some things over on our side as well that we haven't uh, have, haven't launched yet. But we've got some new things coming next year uh, around a fully produced, really impactful uh, show. And, and just like you're taking on Discovery Channel, uh, we're taking on one of the big dogs as well, but in a, in a completely different way that I think we can make a, an impact on humanity is, is, is really the goal. So would love to talk to you more about that. Uh, gee, sorry I couldn't make it to the – I shouldn't say sorry. I appreciate your grace and understanding that I couldn't make it to your uh, real estate event. I really wanted to get down there. It looks like you guys had a, a heck of an event and a heck of a time in the way that you served up my friends – Brian and Barbara and, and Todd and Gina, you know, the way that you went over the top and rolled out the red carpet for them. It's, it's that's good stuff, man. It's good stuff. I appreciate you, G. With that, I'm going to hand it back to Tamara. Tamara, thank you for offering uh, some grace and understanding. I haven't seen my boy G. I haven't been able to talk to him. I saw him in the room last night, but I couldn't get to him. I haven't been able to talk to him for a little bit. So, Grant, we appreciate you hopping in here 
uh, on Breakfast of Champions. And obviously, feel free to continue to chime in, drop wisdom on us all that you can. Uh, I've got a meeting I'm going to run to, but I'm going to hand it over to Miss Tamara Andres so she can finish up. Tamara, the mic is yours. What's up, Glenn? Thank you guys so much. Um, and yeah, I'm glad that it was able to spur conversation for people. And for those that weren't at the Grow for God conference, you got to see Grant Cardone in the flesh, which was awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to being there. Um, but I do have just a really special message for everyone today, really speaking to your hearts that I know lead to your head, which is the mindset piece that is so critical for our true transformation. And so with limited time, I'm going to fly through it. But before I do, I have to like just pivot the, the energy for a second because I wanted to share what I was kind of tuning into while I was developing the message this morning. Um, and I'll repeat the words in case you can't hear them well, um, but it's about mm, 10 seconds of a song that I love. So I just want to repeat those words to you all really quickly because it's going to lead into what we're sharing. And it's the knowing that you've never been more loved than you are right now. And it you were never holding up God. God has always been holding you up even when you don't notice it. There's nothing you can do to let him down. And ultimately, no trophy is going to be what makes him proud. So 2022, if you want to get in the room with humans who have been sharing with you this morning, I clicked the link up top for growforgod.com, but more so importantly, it's the knowing that right now in this moment on Christmas Eve, Eve, you are fully known, fully loved, and fully seen. And yet I'm fully aware that there are people who are experiencing some sense of hurt, some sense of brokenness, some sense of sadness, and yet there are God winks all around you. And it takes your eyes being open for people to speak into your heart before they speak into your head, to speak into your home and your relationships before they speak into your handbook, right? I want you to understand that your, your bag, your money, where it comes from, where it's derived, it is amazing and it is so purpose. And just as Grant said, like we want that money in your hands, but until you are in the identity of love in the full nurture and grace of who you are, it's really hard to be in a state of receiving because you're always going to be in a state of needing. And so over the past couple of weeks, um, I've just been really eyes opened and it's really been since the Grow for God conference. Um, it's been about seven ish weeks since that transpired. And I've been open to new possibilities. I've been open to new processes in which God's going to show up for me that is outside of my control. And we talked about surrender and submission this morning um, through other types of conversations. Um, but today we're going to talk to it about a direct God wink that was given to me this morning, actually, um, through my mom. And for those who don't know Mama B, she was at the conference at Grow for God. And 
pretty much this year I've been her personal librarian. She has been a personal everything to me, but she's been coming to me every time she finishes a book. Um, and she's in a season where she's able to do it pretty much on a week to week basis. And whether I'm giving her books that I need to read and I just need the Cliff Notes version for because I don't have time, or she's choosing like ones that are truly treasured, highlighted, pinpointed off my own bookshelf. This specific one I've been trying to get her to read for a really long time, and the reason we're talking about it today is because I would really encourage and inspire you to choose this for your family ritual moving forward. Choose this as maybe your holiday tradition instead of your Hallmark movie or your uh, Elf debut. This is called The Shack. And for those of you who aren't familiar with it, um, it's a book I read a really long time ago that was turned into a movie. Uh, and it's basically teaching you about the Trinity, but it's doing so with today's conversation and tagline of the building blocks to true transformation at the heartbeat and the core of one specific scenario. And this was the unique Godwink. I am in the process of creating new systems for my team and compensation plans and kind of the stuff that Amanda and Justin were talking through. That's what I'm working on as a team as we enter into 2022 while still building out the systems and the services for people. And so I was in the process of doing that, working on spreadsheets. For those of you who don't like spreadsheets, Glenn's one of them. Um, I'm working the spreadsheet, developing all of the uh, summations and additions and subtractions and making it all work, right? She comes up to me and she has this book in her hand that she's been reading this entire vacation here in St. John. And she's like, look at this. Chapter nine, a breakfast with champions. And I was like, what? That's so awesome. Oh my gosh, I want to read it. That's so cool. And this has happened time and time again, to the point where when Glenn and Brian and I were um, talking at one point in, in his car on the way to a morning sales meeting, there was a book called A Breakfast of Champions that's like $60 for this book. I think Glenn has it. It's a textbook, basically. And so there are things that are like Godwinks in your life when your eyes are open to them. Other Godwinks that happened to me just this week, to name a few, are Danelle Delgado is literally in the exact same town that I'm in right now in St. John. She was eating dinner with her family and my husband was like, hey, there's Danelle and went right up to her and she's like, what is happening? <laughs> there's been rainbows all week that have literally been like I'm walking underneath them in the direct path where my feet or my boat are going. There's been a um, new venue that has been on discussion about the Grow for God conference in Nashville next year. And the expectations around that venue are like literally answered prayers beyond our expectations, which we could continue to pray over if you guys are looking for a way to pray for our team and our mission. We would love uh, just continued prayer as we go into that conversation and securing that venue. There's also been new closed deals right during Christmas week, right? This is the time I'm supposed to be prioritizing family and rest and all of these other pieces. And even last week when I was in Instagram jail, like God showed up and he showed the way that he's going to provide even outside of my control or need to create provision in my life on my own terms. This is the process of release. And the pillars for building blocks to true transformation are, are really endless. But I've been on this journey for six years now of really surrendering and understanding that what I can create is nothing in compared to what's already been created for me. And you see, transformation, oftentimes people will associate it to the metamorphosis of a butterfly. And they feel like they're the worm, or maybe they feel like they're in the chrysalis, or maybe they've even come and they're like, I feel fresh. But there's more to that process. 
after metamorphosis, no different than the process of becoming, which is the book that I've published this year, Always Becoming, Sex, Shame, and Love. It's this knowing that there is more to your story of transformation. It's not the destination. And we talk about that a lot in this room, and it's paralleled to grace, right? It's the knowing that you are nowhere until you are somewhere. And the only somewhere that I desire to be is at the right hand of the Father. But for now, I am here. And you are here for such a time as this. And you're having breakfast with champions, just like Mac, who is the main character of this book, was having breakfast with champions. But you, I want to take you in and kind of teleport you into this experience. And I'm going to dive into the next um, segment, just a couple more minutes. I don't know who's next, but I appreciate your grace as well. Because I really believe that this is a message for today and this season. So I want to tell you what's happening. If you've never seen this, there's a, a main character. His name is Mac, and he is experiencing the great sadness, he calls it. And he has lost his daughter in a very tragic scenario. And the, on, the onset of this experience is he, he approaches this shack in the wilderness in the process of trying to figure out and find um, what had happened to his daughter. And he gets to experience God, the father. God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And the book literally will blow your mind when it comes to any preconceived notion to what you think the gift of God is, or the Trinity is, or the oneness is. And if you have never really explored the different characters or um, the different personas of each of these concepts, this is an amazing, elaborate, fantastical way to do it because it is a fantastical book rooted in biblical principle, but the movie just literally generates so much life inside of me. And when she brought it back into my line of sight in this, this whole chapter of Breakfast with Champions, I'm like, I have got to read this and share the findings for everybody in the room. So God the Father, to give you the image, he's called, or she is actually a woman, is called Papa. And she is this beautiful black woman, and she is often adorned in her African headdresses and wear, and it gives you this whole new perspective of like God Almighty, right? Then there's the son, of course, named Jesus, and he is this cool, calm, collected, simply dressed, just person. Then there's Sarayu, who is actually the spirit, and she's the representation of the Holy Spirit in her glamorous, and she's very ever-moving and ever-vescent. It's like she never stands still, and she's always shining. And so to think of God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in this array of beauty and differentiation of ethnicity and uh, genre and uh, gender, it truly just, it manifests something brand new in how you see other people every single day. I'm going to go down these three pillars and what happens at this breakfast table. He had come to the shack the night before and in the midst of a really dark uh, experience in a nightmare. And, and I don't know about you, but I've been in nightmares where I, my eyes have been wide awake. And I've also been in nightmares and night terrors um, in my own dreams, both in the flesh and also in the imagination. And we're going to get into that in just a minute with mindset. But it's this understanding that you have control, but no control at all. And that's a really hard thing to, to con conceptualize, but it's this understanding that your control is in the things that are controllable, and yet the outcome and the expectation of the outcome is really only associated to the plan, what God has ordained for you. And yet Mac is sitting in this huge struggle, this great sadness, 
and know I am in this beautiful island and I'm with my family and you're going to see social media pictures of us doing so much fun stuff and smiles on our face. There's actually a lot of sadness inside of my soul too. There's been a lot of loss that has happened and transpired in my family this year. And so it doesn't make it always easy. It doesn't make it always crystal clear and beautiful like the water I'm looking at right now. It means that we are lift, living in the abundance of all three beings at once. You are a body, you are a mind, and you are a soul. And we are created in the image of this beautiful representation through this book and movie, The Shack. And so when you come to the breakfast table, this breakfast table, just like this one, that's been designed by God, not by man, you don't need to be the loudest to be heard. You're welcome. You can be a listener or a learner. You can play more of a role. You could cook if you want, or you could just consume. You can be the leader or you can be the head of the table or you can just be in the midst. Perhaps you're even the servant who is actually serving the meal of the day. There's a seat at the table during this breakfast and every single one is a little bit different, but these are the three pillars that are unpacked in this conversation in this particular Breakfast of Champions experience. And if I could think of no better way to define Breakfast with Champions, to know that the champions are the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, I am here for the show every single time because there's something to be learned. So the first pillar, and this is not in my personal order or revelation over the past six years that I've been on this journey of transformation or my butterfly transformation, my metamorphosis, if you will. These are in an order that are literally given in the book. And so I'm going to do them according to that. So if you go to watch them, you'll watch it unfold this weekend or next week when you have a break to do so. I really, really encourage it. The first one is relationship through leadership which of course we talked about this morning and this is how God always works. And this is another God wink to me, um, myself and to you that Matt asked as he watched them converse back and forth, he said this, isn't one of you the boss? Isn't there a chain of command? And Papa, the woman that I mentioned before, she said, that sounds ghastly. There is no concept of final authority, only unity. My husband and I say this all the time, paralleled to every single relationship, but it started with our marriage first as the example that submission is victory. In this moment, as they're talking about authority only in unity, they are representing the circle of relationship without any overlay of power. It's covenant love. It's marriage. It's synchronous. It's a dance. No different than how much he loves you right now. He couldn't love you anymore. She says, Papa, she, he, God, we don't need power over the other because we are always looking for the best in one another. Power is a web within our social fabric. Every human institution has adopted this type of thinking here on earth, from politics to education, even in marriage. It's why true relationship is so difficult. If we can release power, if we can release control, we can understand that leadership, like we've said, has happens in the shadows just as much as it does at the head of the table. We can better our minds. But if we aren't bettering our souls associated to others, we are living in a cyclone. A cyclone is by yourself. And our human needs are based in knowing, being seen, and being loved. And that love is a two-way street. So my question is, what if you release the need to control or to be in power and instead yearn for a relationship based in open-hearted posture of the giving and the receiving? 
of the paying into someone's program and also paying back. Learning, teaching, and listening, and speaking, serving one another rather than taking or being in an organizational structure with authority. The second pillar is trust that is given in this example of Breakfast of Champions in the shack. It relates back to this great sadness that I told you about. And you have to watch it because the story is pretty horrific, in fact. And why I could understand how he's feeling like God doesn't exist, I get it. I'm sure you've had moments of why God where you're questioning him. And I always tell people that God wants us to question us because he wants to give an answer. But if you don't ask, just like you're not asking, like Grant was talking about on a whole different level, if you don't ask, you'll never receive. He wants you to ask the big, hard, scary, audacious questions. The area in which we can stay stuck in most is not necessarily just mindset. It is trust. It is truth. Or always questioning, is this real? And this is what the book says. The real underlying flaw in your life is that you don't think that I am good. If you knew I was good and that everything, that means the ends and all the processes of individual lives is all veered in my goodness. And while you might not always understand what I am doing, you would trust me, but you don't. Are you sitting in the great sadness this Christmas? Are you feeling as if you don't trust and therefore what is worthy of living? I can promise you I've been there and I can sit with you in the knowing that there is more. His goodness, his grace, his love. It's abounding and it's the greatest possible gift that unpacks not just your own love. It's the generational bondage that you're going to break in order for you to exist in entirety, to be able to serve and give and expand what it is that's already inside of you. The book says this, you cannot produce trust just like you cannot do humility. This is so profound. You cannot produce trust just like you cannot do humility. It either is or is not. Trust is the fruit of a relationship in which you know you are loved. Because you do not know I love you, you cannot trust me. Not performance-based or need-based. You cannot find that through guilt or condemnation or coercion, only through a relationship of love. And I do love you, it says. He says. They say. I say. We in the flesh, based on misunderstanding of relationships with God, self, and others, including the lack of trust, can ruin our inability to sit at the breakfast table of champions. We don't feel invited or we don't feel that there is trust in that circle and therefore we never sit. So my question is, do you trust God? Do you trust that the gift sent to you that was predestined to be the key to your freedom, your ability to truly be in relationship with God himself is already under the tree, has already been sent to earth? I do, but it took almost 30 years for me to figure that out. The last pillar, I'll go quickly, is mindset. Romans 12, 12 says, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then, and then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. I've had my mind as a battlefield. Even my imagination, when it wasn't rooted in truth, it led me to dark places in action, not just in ideation. And ultimately, God's desire is to refresh and refuel and replenish that space. 
But until we invite the light in, our heads, which direct our hearts, will keep us in negative cycles and avoiding ultimately freedom, ultimately the gift that's below the Christmas tree. And the beauty of the opportunity of accepting it right now is instead of any preconceived notions or systems where you could be distracted, you can say yes. But it's rooted in understanding the relationship with self, the relationship with God, the relationship with others derived from trust. And it starts, this is where I think they got it a little backwards, with mindset. You have to renew your mind. I've been driving around this island. It's wild. The roads are insane. They have no like grid up or down. You literally feel like your tires are off the ground and sometimes they are. And I see these new foundations being built. And I also see tons of old foundations that are just completely dilapidated, dilapidated on the side of the road. The views are exquisite, no matter what the foundation looks like. The promise of God is already there. You can literally see it with your fleshly eye. The beauty doesn't change the foundation, the structure does. And so if we go through a process of renewing, we then get to establish a foundation, not only for ourselves, but a place to invite people to your own breakfast table. This is the process of creating a breakfast of champions in your own internal home, head and heart before you ever invite other people in. This is the process, this is the gift this is the flourishing season. It says in the book, Papa says this, so God says, I don't need to punish people for sin. Sin is its own punishment devouring you from the inside. It's not my purpose to punish. It's my joy to cure, he says. I believe as founders, as innovators, as trailblazers, you have a passion to cure. You want to show up and you want to serve and you want to be a voice and a leader and a light. You want to sit at the head of the table, but sometimes you just want to sit and eat quietly. And my passion in helping people in kidding their gifts and talents is understanding at what time is it right for you to reposition yourself at the table? What role do you actually play at the breakfast table with champions? Ultimately, it's the role of child. And we need to do it more freely, more often, without a sense of need of a power or authority, but a sense of trust, a sense of relationship, and a sense of healed mindset to purpose-driven life, to passion-bearing lifestyle, to profitable fruit, yes, money included, but more so the fruits of the spirit, the joy, the love, the kindness. That's the gift, and that's what was sent to us. It's the very reason I host retreats and conferences. It's why I started writing my book for other people to share the transformation. You, yourself, are on a transformational journey to somewhere. The monarch butterfly, when they are birthed out of their chrysalis, they don't just exist in their beauty. They actually go from Canada to Mexico. And my daughter's gonna have the joy of watching this great migration. Imagine if we shifted the great sadness that Mac was experiencing, the great sadness that you might feel right now into this idea of the great migration, that you get to blossom, that you get to grow, that you get to sit at the breakfast with champions table, understanding that your mind has power, your relationships have power, your trust has power, and ultimately the power is derived from the greatest love you've ever known. I'll close on this, Luke 2. Do not be afraid. 
I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all, for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in claws and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with an angel, praising God and saying, glory to God in highest and on earth, peace to men and whom his favor rests. I wish you a very Merry Christmas. And I pray that you're looking for the God winks of love, laughter, and light this holiday season. Thank you for the extra space and the extra time. I love you guys so much. This is Tamara. I'm done for now. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.